Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and today we are previewing some of the sporting action across the weekend. We'll also be taking a look back at the year that was in the life of the local sports partnership and also the sports awards that took place very recently. Now I'm joined with one guest today but I'm going for quality rather than quantity this week and I'm joined by the chairperson of Leitrim Sports Partnership, Michael O'Rourke. Michael, welcome to the programme. Brefney, thanks very much for inviting me. You're also double jobbing here today because you're also involved in the rowing club here in Carrick and Shannon and it is a big weekend for the rowing club and we'll be talking about the head of the Shannon in just a few moments as well as the sports awards and anything else that we want to talk about in terms of the local sports partnership but before we get into all of that I'm just going to have a quick run through what's actually happening around the rest of the county in terms of actual sport this weekend. So in soccer in the Super League in the Sligo Leitrim League, we have Manor Rangers at home to Ahana Celtic at 11am on Sunday morning, while at the same time in the showgrounds in Carrick and Shannon, Carrick Town play host to Ballymote Celtic in a must-win game for them if they want their promotion bid to continue. They're going really well at the moment. In the Under-18 Connacht Cup, also in soccer, Manor Rangers face the journey to Merview after a 2 o'clock kickoff on Sunday afternoon over in Galway. Now, in terms of golf, there is a ladies' nine and dine event tomorrow, Saturday, December the 7th. And if you're not already involved in that, give a shout to Siobhan Talbot if you're in the club and she will organise that for you. And I think they're happy enough for people to come along and just take part in the dine in that. But I think the whole idea is to get out and have a little bit of a, a half, half, half a round, basically, nine holes, and get out and have a bit of a social event ahead of Christmas. And I suppose really all that... We talk about after that, there's no Gaelic games this weekend. In terms of rowing, though, that is kind of the headline event of the weekend in the county, and it's the head of the Shannon. Now, we've had you on about the regatta earlier in the, the show. We had a couple of your um, club mates as well in that, Michael. Tell us a bit about the head of the Shannon and, and what exactly it is. Okay, roughly. So, yeah, the head of the Shannon is um, it's two time trial events, and it kicks off uh, all down at Carrick and Shannon Rowing Club there on Saturday morning. We'll have crews coming from all around the country we're delighted we've uh, strong representation from Dublin from the Galway clubs from uh, some of the northern clubs as well from around Belfast and Derry and Port of Down uh, and then some other clubs further around the country so there the was to be two big events this weekend one down uh, the head of the river down in Muckras which was going to be down at the National Rowing Centre but unfortunately I suppose the weather that's coming in over the weekend is is going to hit down there first so they've they've called off their event so we're the only big event happening this weekend and we're, we're really, really delighted um, that we've got a, a huge entry and we're looking forward to some great racing. The, uh, the head, for anyone who doesn't know what is ahead of the river, so it's a time trial event and it will be from about three and a half kilometres down river of Carrick down towards Jamestown. So crews will slip uh, down at the rowing club uh, and they'll warm up and make their way down the river uh, and then at an area called the White Woman, uh, we have a holding area and we'll have a start line set up and, and we will let crews off. We'll say we have uh, a start list ready. So obviously faster crews, we let them off first so that there's going to be no traffic in their way. And then gradually, we'll say medium boats and smaller size boats go towards the finish. And they might take a little bit longer. And so there's two races. One is at 11 o'clock and the second race then is at 2 o'clock. Uh, and in between then, we're, we're blessed. You know, we've got some great food and some great, um, great parents and families all, you know, putting the shoulder to the wheel to uh, provide food and everything on the day. So we're looking forward to it now. Now, I know people listening to this who are familiar with rowing will be, that seems quite normal, but did you say they have to get into the water in Carrick and row the three and a half kilometres out 
to row the three and a half kilometers back quickly. That's right. That yeah. sounds so, terrific. Yeah, so three and a half k. Um, look, it, it wouldn't be big mileage in in terms of uh, doing a warm up. Like our our youngsters uh, at the weekend, let's say our, our high performance group, they're they're training every Saturday Sunday morning half past seven. They could do up to twenty kilometers on a Saturday or a Sunday. So look at three and a half. It'll only get them warmed up. Um, but yeah, it, look at it. It, it, it is a, it's a nice distance. Look at the head of the river in the past. We had it up to five k at one point. But we felt, look, we had a couple of, at the time of the year as well. It is cold on the water. You don't want to be hanging around. So once you get warmed up, you want to get turning up at the top. Uh, and let's say, we'd say on the, on the day, we'll have a couple of people up at the start there. Uh, the club chairperson, Keevin Corrigan, and uh, Mark Butler will be the official starter on the day. Those people are up there are well experienced. And myself and some others will be there uh, helping crews to get through the start as quickly as they can. And then chase back to Carrick, uh, pegging it back as quick as you can. Now, you talked about the crews coming from all over the country, but we have some local talent there as well from inside the club. Who can we be looking out for over the weekend? Okay, so in, in some of the small boats, we have um, the club vice-captain. We have Sean Amurtha. is going well in the Junior 18 single skull, and it'll be our last event at the Junior 18 skull, uh, as in should be going into the senior ranks then for next year. We have uh, Gwen O'Rourke again in a single. We have Antonio Chilton, uh, Thorno Danila, uh, Martin Antonoff, Aoife Lowe and, and Sarah Lee and they're at various age groups uh, in the single skulls and again you can notice a lot of girls there with great representation with our junior ladies uh, across the age groups some of those girls and some of the fellas then they'll be maybe moving to different combinations in double skulls uh, and we'd have Kieran Ryan and Keen O'Leary which is a new double that has come in I suppose in the last couple of months and we're really looking forward to see how they're going to go uh, and also Leon O'Brien and Oshin Reynolds have been moving really, really well recently. Uh, and they're going to put it up to I'd say, lots of the crews. And I suppose the advantage then of maybe ahead of the river is local knowledge of the river. Uh, it, you know, when you get to straight line racing in regattas during the summer, obviously the fastest boat is going to win it. But ahead of the river is slightly different in that if you have a little bit of knowledge of the river, you know, taking a tight turn, cutting the bends, you know, you can pick up sometimes. So we would be hoping like that local knowledge would, would get them across the line and leave them in good positions. Um, after that, then I suppose we're into maybe some of the junior ladies. We have uh, Nora Stevens and Roisin Reynolds who've been eating up the river now the last couple of weeks. They've been really going really, really well. And uh, we're expecting that they should put in a good show. Uh, then we'll have some quad skulls as well. Again, junior 16s, junior 15s, uh, and some junior 14s, boys and girls. Uh, on top of that, then we're really happy to see uh, we've two kind of beginner groups kicking off in the last, maybe since September, really taking it seriously. We've a junior 16 men's group and uh, a junior 15 girls group, and they're both going out in eights. And, you know, to get an eight moving in, in a small club like Carrick and Shannon and to sustain it isn't just a simple task. You know, you, you know, to get an eight going, you need 10 or 12 bodies turning up regularly and rotating them and giving them all an opportunity to sit in different positions to try and get a good crew going. Uh, it's like it's like any team, you know. You need it's not just the team on the day. You need a good panel, and um, we're looking with a great panel of kids there at the minute who are really working hard and buying into the philosophy of what we're doing in the club. That's a big number to get in one particular year group, essentially within a club. I presume it straddles a year group or two, possibly. It does, yeah. And I look at it again. It's it's like every sport, you know. Uh, some go from maybe the middle of January or from the start of January. Other crews, uh, you know, there might be different start dates in the year. But um, look, we don't just draw out a Carrick. I think that's the beauty of, of Carrick Rowing Club. We, we draw from we draw from Boyle, we draw people from Ballinamore, kids from Mohill. So we have a huge catchment. And like we are the only, you know, the nearest clubs to us after Carrick is, is Sligo to the north and Athlone to the south. 
So we have a huge catchment there and kids are really, I suppose in the last couple of years, we've talked about maybe about it before at the time of the regatta, but I suppose that's still that O'Donovan factor. Uh, people are seeing that, you know, rowing is not just a hobby, that it's a really active, vibrant sport. And look at numbers down in the club at the moment are, are gone through the roof. Uh, we've, we've opened 100 kids down there in different age groups. Uh, and at different experience levels and different boats. And, and look, at they're all going very well at the moment, which is great. Excellent. But as well as all the rowing activity and the physical activity that's taking place tomorrow, Saturday, and as you said, people are more than welcome to come out and have a look at that. What I loved about the regatta was back at the clubhouse, there was options for dinner. There was people getting served and they were serving everything uh, across the thing. And, and there's a whole host of different options available there's a bit of a party atmosphere down there as well, at least there was for the regatta. Will it be the similar situation over the, the next 24 hours? It will. Um, yeah, look, at people come to Carrick to, to, to go to a well-run event, and I think we, we always provide that with the, with both the regatta and the head of the river. But also, it's, it's, you know, it's at a nice time of the year. Both the regatta is a great time. It's at the end of the regatta season. But the head of the river now, it's the last thing before the, the turn of the year. People are saying, yeah, we're going to go out and have a nice good old row, uh, before we come into January and you know it's great you get an opportunity to meet up with other clubs you get up to meet you know crews that you maybe you race during the summer see how they're going see have they changes in personnel uh, see if they're going to row in the same boat so there's lots of um, there's lots of talk about rowing and there'll be lots of uh, discussions between coaches between competitors between you know family members uh, and it's yeah it's, it's a great get together for I suppose the greater rowing community and look at we, we, we have a lovely facility there and Look, Carrick is, is an ideal location, you know, sitting just there on the banks of the river uh, with a beautiful boardwalk there and the linear park uh, and our own facilities down around there. It's just a nice place to be. And even if the weather is a little bit inclement, you know, it's, it's still a good day out. But people can support the club, I suppose, by engaging in what's on offer there in terms of food oh, absolutely, and drinks. Absolutely, and, and thanks for mentioning that, Brittany. Yeah, look, at the food provided on the day has been, has been put up largely by our parents and, you know, they're working hard. There's bread been baked and dishes been cooked up from curries to stews and uh, all sorts of lovely stuff going to be handed out in the day and you know look at we, we put a post up online we're, we're considering uh, changing the name to the, the head of the river and taste of the shannon next year because <laughs> such is the the level of the commitment from our parents and it's it's great in that i suppose year on year you know uh, some parents drop out you know kids move on to college and whatnot new parents come in but there's just as a great philosophy there with our parents group down the years uh, to you know really get stuck in and, and put the best foot forward for Leitrim and for Carrick and for Carrick Rowing Club. So the money that we create uh, that's generated on the day it's going to go directly back into the club, and you know we've got some uh, exciting things coming up. You know we're looking at you know purchasing some more boats. We we're lucky we we got some grant aid there from the Sports Capital uh, program last year. Uh, we're keen to spend that I suppose we have to come up with a bit of match funding so fundraisers like uh, Saturday and and the few quid that we'll get from entries as well all of that will go straight back into the club uh, to get the new boats and to you know get new kit and new um, facilities for essentially look for the kids to, to keep going on further and further. I think it's going to be a great weekend around Carrick and Shannon. So tomorrow, if people are floating around, whether it's the turning on the lights, whether it's the winter market in the dock, and I think the market yard have a Christmas festival as well. So there's a great opportunity there, all within a really short walk and distance, to get in and, and experience the best of what Carrick has to offer, starting from what time on Saturday morning? Yeah, so look, at the will be action down at the club from early morning. Clubs will be arriving. Uh, some have even arrived already down there to get a good spot for, for slipping and for setting up their boats. 
Uh, action really from around 10 o'clock you'll see crews hitting the water they'll be paddling on their way up doing a bit of a warm up but then from let's say the start for the first head is 11 o'clock and from let's say from 10 past 11 quarter past 11 on you're going to see clubs and crews pegging it down the river and it will be well worth seeing you know there'll be some of the very best clubs coming from all over the country you know our, our other neighbour which I didn't mention is supposed to the north it's northeast of us in a skill and you know they're like multiple champions at at all Irish level, uh, you know, last summer, they're coming down in strength. So you're going to see really, really, you know, uh, the very, very best of stuff. You're going to see like some current internationals. I know we uh, have some coming and, you know, future internationals will be coming as well. Just maybe one last thing I might just say, uh, we've a really good competition going on this weekend. And if I'm okay to give a plug, 100%. We've, got a, we've got a photography competition. We'd love to get people down, you know, with your smartphone or with your own, your, your DSLR or whatever, if you're more serious about your camera work, Come down, take some photos of the day, get them up on your social media, tag Carrick Rowing Club, you know, be it our Twitter or Instagram or whatever. And we've got some really good prizes from the Bush Hotel, from the Oarsman and from the Landmark Hotel. They've been very generous, as always, as, as all the other businesses are. But we just got some nice prizes, some some lunch vouchers and stuff like that. And uh, so if you if you win, you, you might be up for one of those. Absolutely. And obviously, it's the good promotion for the event as well as it's happening. So, Michael, thanks very much for coming in. I want to introduce my next guest. He's the head of the sports um, the sports partnership. I think you know him. I think I do know him, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we are we are doing something a bit different here, but Michael, you wear two hats. So you, we've, we've chatted about the rowing tomorrow. But let's cast our eyes back because you also are the new chairman of the Leitrim Sports Partnership. It's the first time we've had a chat with you since since you came into that position. And congratulations, first of all. What's it been like for the first six months? Uh, thanks very much, Brittany. Yeah, so um, yeah, a couple of months in there, I, I took over from uh, the very experienced Enda Stenson. And look at the, the, the board of the Sports Partnership. We're there you know to affirm all the good practice that really happens from the staff in the sports partnership you know from the coordinator there with Declan Boyle and, and all the team that are there uh, they work so hard throughout the year with with you know massive initiatives all around the county and they're not just the obvious you know club sporting initiatives it's it's they move into you know active age into disability groups into you know special needs groups stuff that isn't just obvious to you know bigger sporting uh, organizations but there's great work done there and we as a board we're there to support them in any way shape that we can you might tell us a little bit about the sports partnership behind the scenes so uh, people are familiar i'd imagine with some of the programs that you run out but tell us a bit about who's on the committee and, and where that group is formed from okay so every couple of years there will be a call out for for new members to to join the sports partnership uh there will be members from the vc there will be members from the hse there will be members from on guard the shia uh, myself, I'm an originally a nominee, let's say, just from our, I suppose, the fact that we've experience of on the water. You'd have people drawn from athletics, from triathlon, from your field sports, from your soccer, your hurling, your Gaelic football. I suppose it's trying to, to get a, a broad and a balanced group there so that when decisions are being made that, you know, it's, it's not just sort of niche decisions that you try and get all the, the sports around the county. Sorry, I'm also mentioning the likes of hill walking, uh, cycling. Uh, you know, to, to bring in as broad and a balanced view on, on the direction of sport in Leitrim that you possibly can. Because I think if people, when people think of sport in Leitrim, Gaelic games obviously come to the fore every single time, but the reality is there are people in small pockets around the county taking part in so many sports, um, dozens and dozens of sports represented, and I think that was borne out at the recent sports awards that took place in Lochrin, uh, I think it's two weeks ago now, Talk to us about that event and, and what opportunity that gives for people to, to be become more aware of what's happening in their own communities. 
Yeah, so the, the, the beauty of, of the Sports Award, and, and, and this is the 10th year of the Sports Awards, and, you know, it's, it's just such a good uh, night out because all sports get an opportunity to be represented. You know, the call-out goes out in you know, the local media, social media, in advance, you know, back in October and November. And people know the great work that's going on, and, and anyone in the public can get to nominate, you know, their local club, their, you know, their local representative who helps out, behind the scenes and we introduced some new awards there you know like our primary teacher secondary teacher uh coach of the year uh, along with the other well-established things like you know the you know be it a club of the year or uh, you know a team of the year and you know athlete of the year uh, senior and junior so that's um i suppose that <clears throat> it's a great opportunity every year to for somebody to get nominated and um to recognize the great work that they're doing in their communities um, look at I, I suppose I'm, I, the danger of, of starting naming sports and naming awards is that you're going to miss something out but again you know th- things like uh, your boxing and your fishing and there are other you know very very strong sports for County Leitrim that uh, you know that you may forget when you think only of your field sports yeah just don't have that necessarily that, that profile that other sports would have in the county uh, any particular highlights on the night for you this time around um, yeah on the night um it was it was fantastic to see um, for me the volunteer of the year is something that's always very very strong with me in that uh, I, I i am a volunteer myself and i volunteer down at carrick rowing club as, as spoken about previously but you know to see people like uh, you know mark kelly from Lockheed triathlon club to you know to say that he's uh, just a member of the tri club is to sell him short mark kelly for example is available to every event that happens locally taking photos and putting them up on social media and really capturing a moment uh, and caption the you know the really heart of these great events that go on. Uh, the likes of Siobhan Green again was nominated for brilliant work going on there in Drumsna Boxing Club, which has seen a real resurgence in the last couple of years. Uh, Aidan and Eileen Donoghue again for their work with Clune GAA, uh, and then the winner overall for the Volunteer of the Year was was James Junior Haslett for his, his great work going on there with Drumkirden. The man is there a lifetime in Drumkirden. He you know he. He's, he's the symbol of everything good that goes on in, in Drumcairden GAA. And look, at all of those were winners on the night, to my mind. Uh, but look, at somebody obviously got the award and, and James got it on the night. But, you know, the, the like of that, or also to acknowledge, you know, your club of the year, it might, look, at it, as it happened this year, it was Glencar Manor who are the county champions there. But it mightn't always be your county champions that come out. It could be, you know, some new initiative that's going on in a, in a small rural club that, that, that gets acknowledged uh, and isn't it great? It's a great night. I think the beauty of it is, is that we, you know, we all go to maybe our own local club. You know, we, we always have a great night with Carrick Rowing Club, uh, but we, we miss maybe some of what's going what's going on in other clubs. But you know, to be there on the night with the boxing and the likes of the Athletics Carrick Athletic Club and Mohol Athletic Club and lots of athletic clubs around the place, um, and also you know minority sports to see them all there on the night and everyone having a good night. Uh, and then the real treat, I suppose, on the night is that we've also, as we've always tried to have a, a you know a special guest on the night, and and this year we really had uh, a fantastic special guest in that Jason Black, uh, you know, a summiter of K2 and Everest, and a you know worldwide adventurer, for to hear him speak and also to hear I suppose his his personal story of, um, you know, being bullied in school and how the great outdoors was really a saving point for him in his life. Uh, and how he used that to progress and, you know, to progress in all aspects of his life uh, by, you know, the, the skills that he, he, he got through, you know, through scouting and scouting Ireland. I think, you know, it was a great, it was a great experience. Anyone that was there on the night to hear him, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, very empowering. 
And look at it, again, it's just it's it's something nice that that's added to the night as well. But look at a great night had by all. Uh, but again, uh, the organisation behind that by by all the personnel. Uh, there, you know, by Patricia and Michelle and Declan, as we mentioned, and and the rest of the team there, the sports partnership. Again, the danger of mentioning a few people, you'll forget somebody else. And I'm going red in the face when I'm thinking about who I'm forgetting. But you know, great night out had, and uh, again, of course, look at the other star on the night. Of course, is 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 Lockrin. You know, the hotel over there is just fantastic, and everyone had a great night. In terms of sport in the county, I suppose we've been blessed with some really, really excellent high-performance results over the last few months and the, the year. Now, without putting you on the spot, obviously, even in recent days and weeks, obviously the news that Aina Madden has transferred codes to play rugby for Ireland, the Rugby Sevens, that he was named in an Ireland squad during the week, and Dean Clancy winning a national championship twice in the last two months, on top of all the success in terms of hurling and Gaelic football earlier in the year, and again, mourn yourself, forgetting people, leaving people out, the likes of Shane Mallon winning the schools, inter-provincials with Leinster schools uh, in rugby and, and many, many more, Derby Laburn um, reaching the FAI Cup final and winning the National League. So, so many stories, we could be here all day talking about them, and again, apologies to anyone I've forgotten, but it's been phenomenal to see that coming out of a, a venue like Leitrim, our county like Leitrim, where, let's be honest, we don't have the facilities that are in some of our urban centres, and yet people still put that effort in to make, uh, to, to progress themselves and to progress their, their sporting prowess. What can the Sports Council or the Sports Council or the Sports Partnership do uh, as their representatives here in the county to, to make it easier for those people to reach those levels on a, on a consistent basis, not just on a, on a flash once off? Yeah, um, I was wondering where this question was going, but yeah, a very good question. I, I think the, the key there with the sports partnership is is advice. You know, they're, they're there. There's a world of advice of uh, to be able to back up clubs, you know, with the decisions that they make. Be it they might be trying to plan something into the future. Uh, they may be trying to get in new volunteers. Uh, they may be trying to, you know, establish better facilities. There's a great uh, hub of advice there available from Declan and the team in the sports partnership. And the other great thing that the, the sports partnership do, they are able to take a lot of the admin work out of uh, what all the clubs uh, do around the county in that running off, uh, you know, child protection courses and making sure that safeguarding and all that legislation piece is in place for all the clubs around the country is, is a huge task. And if it's left down to people on their own, isolated in individual clubs, you know, it, it can be quite intimidating. So the great factor for me, and it's, it's, it's one that I believe strongly, that, that where the sports partners can step in there and, and offer to run off those courses and to say, look, all you need to do is turn up on the night and we'll get you in there and we'll have the, the expertise there to back you up. That takes a huge uh, lift off um, clubs locally and then it enables them to do what they're good at doing to get out and to do the sport and to get out and help the youngsters push on to the next level and not be um, I suppose encumbering the you know the volunteers with all that extra work and the admin load that they could do without Excellent. Well, listen, Michael, thank you so much for coming in and having a chat with us, telling us all about the sports partnership. There's so much more, but we don't really have the time uh, to be going through. I know you're busy with the preparations for tomorrow, which we'll finish on. It is, of course, the head of the Shannon. It takes place from a public point of view from around 11 o'clock, 10 past 11. The crews will start arriving back in towards the boardwalk and towards the bridge in Carrick and Shannon. People can keep an eye on it. Come spend the day, cheer on a few of the local crews. It's going to be a great opportunity to kind of taste a bit of local homemade cooking as well in terms of the uh, 
the little market that you'll be running yourselves at the rowing club people will be familiar where it is uh, but a good day around Carrick and Shannon make sure the rowing club is on your itinerary for the day thanks so much for coming in uh, just remind people what time tomorrow 11 o'clock yeah from just after 11 o'clock uh, tomorrow around 10 past quarter past 11 uh, get down to the boardwalk down there bring your camera start taking a few photos watch the crews coming through there's going to be some great talent on show in a variety of boats and uh, then later in the afternoon but a quarter past two again uh, there'll be more crews coming down so everybody is welcome and we'd love to see you and give a bit of a shout for Carrick if you get a chance absolutely well thank you very much for coming in this was uh, the sports preview show on Leitrim Daily I'll be back tomorrow with a current affair where we'll be talking about the Leitrim Public Participation Network talk to you then